ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could, would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Cause we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And we are back. Pharrell, coast to coast. Here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio, Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty. As we always are on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, uh, of course, you get an extended version of the extremely popular Sports Grid Radio show, Carver and Lisi, which airs uh, nightly, Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. East. So you get the extended version of that on the TV side here on C2C on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Uh, we get Joe all fired up. It's a lot of fun. Tomorrow I got every Wednesday big college show for Joe. We roll in all the coaches. We get everybody ready for the college football slate this weekend. Washington and Oregon, Notre Dame and USC, all the big games uh, for this coming week. Uh, Joe, we'll get you set up uh, for that. What a gutless uh, effort by your by your Notre Dame team, huh? Right before USC. And Amazing. You are not, you will not hear an argument from me about that. Uh, you know that I'm, ve- you know I'm down on the coach too uh, because I don't like the, I don't like when you make excuses before the game even happens. When you talk about excuses, Joe, that means you already, you already know. You, you don't think that your team out. can win. You want to make sure you want you. I want to let you guys know now before we lose this game that this is all the stuff that I'm dealing with and our team is dealing with before it actually happens. Do you see other guys do that? Does Nick do that, Joe? Do you ever hear Nick Saban bring up all the things that might go wrong and or might be the reasons why they're going to lose? No, uh, he doesn't do that. Uh, There's plenty of guys who don't do that. So that was an awful job uh, by him as well. So I want to get the college football going with you. Uh, But first, Joe, uh, of course, we want to welcome in all of our radio affiliates. Pharrell Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM. Channel 159, Sports Byline. Great to have you with us. We kick off the college, Joe. Uh, as we do every Tuesday, Rich Sermonello, the Maxwell Awards Minute. Let's hear it, Rich. Hey, Mike. Uh, okay, we're going to put a bow on week six in college football from the Maxwell perspective. Got some players of the week for you. Uh, let's start off with the Maxwell Award. We had a tough choice. I mean, we had some great quarterback performances last weekend. Carson Beck of Georgia. He had his bar mitzvah moment. He became a man against Kentucky. Georgia finally looks like the the number one team in the country. He was awesome, right? Jaden Daniels over at LSU. He's basically carrying the Tigers right now. They're not playing any defense, uh, playing with bruised ribs against Missouri. He leads the Tigers to a big 49-39 to victory, but our Maxwell Award Player of the Week has got to be Dylan Gabriel. Close, but we went with the Oklahoma quarterback. Didn't have the greatest stats compared to the other QBs, but... He had the big moments, the game-winning drive in Dallas against number three, Texas, Red River rivalry. He finishes with 285 yards and a touchdown. That touchdown was with 15 seconds left. He also ran for a career-high 113 yards. Didn't play in this game last year. He was in uh, concussion protocol. Plays this year, and now all of a sudden, Oklahoma is the front-runner in the Big 12 with a shot of getting back to the college football playoff. Turning it to defense, Mike, Bednarik Award Player of the Week. Listen, if you haven't watched Old Dominion 
and you haven't seen Jason Henderson, you're missing one of the best defensive players in the country. I know you're probably not watching a lot of Monarchs football, but this kid is the quintessential tackling machine. He had 17 stops on Saturday, two and a half tackles for loss and a sack. His final tackle of Frank Gore Jr. at the goal line preserved a win for Old Dominion. ODU now has as many wins as they did all of last season. Henderson is a kid from Pennsylvania, reminds me so much of a former winner of ours, 2015 Bednarik Award winner, Tyler Matakevich from Temple, who's now been in the NFL for eight years. And finally, I got a few seconds here for the Sean Alexander Freshman of the Week. We're going to go back over to the Pac-12. Noah Fafita in his second career start for Arizona outplays Caleb Williams, drags USC into three overtimes, throws five touchdown passes, and darn near upsets Troy as a three-touchdown underdog. He's probably going to lose his job once Jaden Delora is healthy again, but Arizona is set for the future under, uh, under center. Noah Fafita playing like an upperclassman in the Coliseum late Saturday night. Great job, as always, there by Rich with uh, all the Maxwell Award Minute uh, for us. And, uh, Joe, you ain't lying about that kid uh, on Arizona. And they maybe aren't winning these games yet, but they're getting more competitive. And when they hired Jed Fish, of course, coming over from the Belichick tree out with the Patriots, this is turning into a really good hire. He's developing these quarterbacks. He's developing this team. They're, of course, going to be moving uh, to the new uh, gigantic Big 12 uh, starting next year. But he's got a little something cooking out there in Tucson. He does, and Fafita two weeks ago against Michael Penix completes 30 of 40 passes for over 300 yards and three touchdowns. They cover that line as well as a 19.5-point underdog in Tucson. So back-to-back road performances against the better teams in the Pac-12, and they covered both of those games, lost them by by one score each. So definitely closing the gap in the Big 12. They should be one of the, at least right now, one of the better offensive teams heading into next season. So we'll see how it plays out. But Fafita with a dynamic performance last Saturday night in the Coliseum. Uh, no doubt about that, Joe. Speaking of the Big 12, and I want to give you this, and then we'll come back and we'll start to do all the best and the worst teams against the spread. Uh, and I got a few other things for you. Uh, Jalen Daniels again this week for Kansas. Doubtful. As in, that, that means he's not going to play. All right? When you're doubtful, Joe, on Tuesday, and he's been doubtful basically the entire season, uh, that means he's probably not going to play again on Saturday. They're on the road at Oak State, and they're actually three-point favorites even after this news three-point favorites in Stillwater. I also bring this up because I know how emotional you get with Oklahoma State at home, and I just got a feeling when they're home dogs uh, in a conference game, like last week, uh, that you're going to be barking uh, with the Oklahoma State Cowboys with Kansas coming to town and no Jalen Daniels. Yeah, it's tough, Carver. I was on Oak State against K-State, but Kansas beat them up bad last year. So that is the one concern I have. And I have to look at the numbers. I believe KU has covered three straight against the Oklahoma State Cowboys. So a little nervous. The fact that Oak State is a dog coming off the big win against Kansas State. No Jalen Daniels. That's a concern. Right now, I mean, I'm rooting for Oak State because I'm on a, a six-and-a-half over ticket for them. But I'm not playing it from this week. It's, it won't be on my betting card. It's a shame. I mean, Kansas has played well even without him. Uh, they're ranked uh, here. They're at the back end of that top 25. Uh, we'll see if they can get themselves another winner in Stillwater. All right, we'll come back. I got a lot more college for you and then all the NFL as well. Uh, a lot going on here on Pharrell Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. By the way, Twins again with a couple guys on and one out in the bottom of the fourth. They need to crack through against Javier, and that guy flies out to left, Kepler. So uh, they're going to have two outs now in first and second. Pharrell Coast to Coast, Carver, Ryan, Joe, and for Scotty, Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. We're back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and 
producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we are back for El Coast to Coast here on a Tuesday. Carver High, Joe Lisi in for Scotty Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio, BetMGM. Has you set up $1,500 first bet offer. That's bonus code SG1500. This is for all new BetMGM Sportsbook account users. you got to download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit at least $10 into your BetMGM Sportsbook account. Place your first wager and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if the bet loses. And if it does lose, your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled. That, of course, BetMGM's $1,500 first bet offer. Bonus code SG. 1500 all right joe here we go college football for you the best teams against the spread so far this season we have some big names that are still in the undefeated category against the spread joe oregon oklahoma penn state we also have the raging cajuns on this list unlv 5-0 against the number. Rutgers 5-0-1. Oh, How about that? Miami of Ohio is up there. Arizona, Jed Fish, we were just talking about 5-1 against the spread. Uh, you got a couple of the smaller teams like Nickel State and Southern Utah on the on the list as well, Joe. Yeah, I, I think Oregon is the one that you circle and say they could be upset. Uh, you know, they're two-and-a-half-point dogs on the road in Seattle. Lost this game last year, 37-34. And their defense is going to have to contain Michael Pinnock's the Heisman frontrunner. That's averaging 446 passing yards per game. Early on, I like the Huskies in this matchup, Carver. Yeah, uh, I like the Huskies this week too, Joe. Uh, I know we're going to talk about this a lot tomorrow. We'll really get in depth with the game. But uh, I think that Washington is going to beat Oregon uh, at their place on Saturday afternoon. Big matchup indeed. The worst teams against the spread as we've hit uh, just about mid-October in the college football season. We have one team that's 0-7, Joe. And that's Clark Lee and Vandy, 0-7 against the number. Illinois, 0-6. We've got, who else matters up here? Georgia and Minnesota, 1-5. and You know, I don't need these other teams in here, Joe. Like, really, uh, like St. Francis and Princeton, Delaware State, Dayton. Player. I don't need that. I want the pow- the worst Power 5 teams. I don't need all the- I can't even bet on those teams in New York, all right? I don't need them up there. Come on, Joe. Come what on. about Brett Buma? Brett Buma? Huh? Yeah, not, not, a, a not a good year makes. Not a good huh? scene for him. Not, not a good scene for him. Year, big Brett. Uh, yeah, he's not not sitting fat right now. Not sitting fat right sucks. now, big Brett. That defense sucks, Carver. Yeah. They are not. Uh, let's just say they are not a blue-collar group, Joe. Uh, so far this year. Not a blue-collar group. Uh, and Georgia, that was their first cover of the season was on Saturday when they demolished uh, Kentucky between the hedges. So that got Georgia off the schneid. Speaking of Kentucky, Joe, Mark Stoops on his radio show last night. Of course, they lost that game 51-13. to uh, Stoops said, quote, fans have, have that right to complain. I give it to them. I just encourage them to donate more because that's what those dudes are doing. I can promise you, Georgia, they bought some pretty good players you're allowed to these days we could use some help here we go again joe and i'm not saying he's completely wrong in some of his assessment here i think it's extremely sour grapes to go and do that after you get demolished uh at their place i didn't see him talking about that last wednesday uh before the game uh but he is right 
there's a different scale in some of these big teams. Saban has talked about it a little, but I don't need that from Stoops after losing 51-13, Joe. I don't need no, to No, where, where was sweet baby Ray Davis uh, against the Bulldogs, yeah, huh? No, not, time, not there, huh? Joe. You run on not Florida's there. defense. Can't run on the not dogs there. in Athens, can you? Huh? Well, look, here, here's the thing. Nope. I, and I'm sure Calipari in Lexington, you know, his players are one and done better than anybody. If anybody knows how to do it, it's Kentucky. Come on now. I mean, what are we talking about? That in terms of basketball, isn't the duffel bags of cash for, for the Kentucky Wildcats, right? Or just, just follow the basketball program, Mark. I mean, you know. <laughs> Oh, am I wrong? Him. All over him. Well, Not wrong, uh, Joe, but, but it's uh, just calm down with it. Uh, he's right, though. They probably did. Uh, they can get the best players. Uh, although that didn't work very well for Jimbo, right? Jimbo, uh, everybody, Lane and Nick, they all went after Jimbo for uh, buying his roster. And that hasn't gone very well uh, down in College Station for him. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, speaking of Georgia, Joe, they are still on the top of the big board. Odds to win the national championship. They've won the last two. They're going for the hat trick. And they are plus 250. Michigan, a little closer, plus 350 now behind Georgia. And then Ohio State and Florida State are 9-1. to one. Penn State, 12. Washington, 13. Oregon and Oklahoma, 14. Texas, Joe, dropped to 20-1 to one after the loss to Oklahoma. USC has dropped, too. Even though they're winning, they're not... Impressive, and their defense sucks. So USC is now 22 to one. The other notable I wanted to bring up was uh, after Alabama lost to Texas, I think they got as low Joe as 35 to one, if I remember correctly. Uh, and each week, they have gotten a little bit closer back to the top. 18 to one is where Alabama sits uh, at this present moment. Very interesting. Now, Bama has LSU. They have Auburn, so that's not going to be easy. They got Arkansas this week. They should win, but, you know, maybe the cover's in jeopardy in Tuscaloosa. So Alabama's there. They still play Tennessee as well. That's not an easy game, to get, depending upon what Tennessee does this week against A&M and Knoxville. So you can never say they're a shoe-in. But I think, I, for me, I would look right now, Washington – I would look potentially, you look big picture, go deep. What about LSU and Ole Miss? Ole Miss is a team you got, and I know they lost to Alabama. I get that. But if Bama loses to potentially Tennessee and LSU or LSU and Auburn, Ole Miss can sneak into the championship game. Keep an eye out for them, Carver. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they, don't they play Georgia, Joe, in the yeah. regular season, Ole what Miss? What if they knock them so, off? What if they knock them well, off? Okay, okay. Well, that's all fine and good. Let's say they did knock them off, Joe. Are they going to knock them off twice? Are they going to beat them in Atlanta too? That's where it's hard from that aspect. Now, you want to talk great value, SEC though. West. You want to talk. Uh, yeah, but are they going to beat Georgia twice? Like, let's be fair here. Well, then let's, take let's, a shot on. They scored I mean, seven points against Alabama. I mean, they were awful. I understand, but Alabama. LSU really is hard. like is is like what? No, LSU has crazy odds. 150 to one to win it. LSU yeah, not off Alabama already. Yeah, but here's yeah, the thing, losses. Carver. I, I get it. But no defense, the best offense in terms of the SEC. They knock off Bama. They knock off Georgia in the SEC championship game. Same situation as last year. Think about it. 150 to okay. 1 to get an SEC team. God bless you, Joe, if you go ahead and do that. Uh, I'll be rooting for you. I'll root it in for you. Uh, do you think it'll be anybody besides Oklahoma or Texas in the Big 12 title game? Oof. I mean, you're the Big 12 I, guy. You're the poster boy. You pump all like these Texas little guys up in the Big 12. I still oh, like Texas stop, Joe. I do. No, they got one no, loss. They no. have one loss, Carver. Carver, they got one loss in the Big 12. One loss. That defense is flying to the football. They I did that just because I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to huh? say Texas Why, why should I back why down I now? Why should I back down? Why? <laughs> Quickly, Pac-12. Uh, Oregon, Washington, USC, all pretty much right there at the top. One of them is guaranteed to take a loss this week and tumble down the list. And the winner of that game, Joe, will be a prohibitive favorite uh, after like, that. I like Washington, but keep an eye out for sneaky UCLA. And I know they lost to Utah, but they get Oregon State this week. They only have one loss. They could sneak in. 
and finally, Joe, quickly, 10 seconds. Uh, do you agree with Penix being the favorite now over yes. Caleb Williams uh, in the Heisman race? Yes, I do as well. Uh, nice job there. Tomorrow, Joe, wall-to-wall -wall college. All the biggest games. I'll have tons of coaches for you leading into the college football week. We'll come back and get into the NFL. Coast to coast. Carver and Joe for Scotty. We're back here. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we're back for El Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty. Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us. Uh, still 4 nothing here. In Minnesota, as the four runs in the first inning from the Astros have held up uh, here, the Twins have had a couple of innings with some guys on, but they have not been able to break through against Christian Javier and get themselves a big hit. Uh, so they continue on. Press Sonny Gray is still out there for the. Oh, now he is out. As uh, he's still in the game, yes, he is. I saw him come out at the end. So bottom four, four nothing, Joe. Astros lead the Twins in the baseball. Let's get to some NFL now for you. Week six will open on Thursday night. Another barn burner for you in prime time as we have uh, the gutless Denver Broncos visiting Kansas City to take on the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I think, Joe, that the Chiefs have beaten the Broncos, is it 14 or 15 in a row? Uh, something like that. Something I heard like that. I heard Sean Payton, be, you know, they were asking Payton about it yesterday, and he was like, well, you know, I wasn't here for any of that, and, now, you know, this is a new year, and blah, 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 blah. I'm actually surprised, Joe, how short the number is. It's 10 and a half. I don't I honestly thought it would be closer to two touchdowns to be <laughs> maybe that's uh they didn't they're still thinking maybe Kelsey isn't gonna play. Now he practiced today, which makes me think he is gonna play. And I don't know about that, Joe. Give me your thoughts. Kelsey, short week, got hurt in Minnesota, has been banged up a couple times now already this year. You would think Kansas City can beat Denver without Kelsey at home on Thursday night. Would you sit him a week and give him almost two full weeks off uh, if he didn't play no. this game? No. Uh, and no. You're making you're making Because you hate like Denver. You want to go for the throat. Put the Broncos down. Go in and finish well, them off. One Keep of kicking the, them yes. while they're down. I, I, yeah. That's <laughs> it. Now, supposedly, they're like a dumpster fire, right? They're going to start to, right. you know, sell off parts. Uh, you know, Sean Payton, not an easy fix. Uh, going from the couch and the sidelines over over to now the Denver Broncos and a big train wreck with Russell Wilson. You know, and I've heard people say it's not Russ's fault. He's putting up, you know, numbers. That's all well and good. He's not the leader of that team. That is the problem. There's no team chemistry. There's no cohesiveness. There's no unity. And that's why they're getting boat raced by each and every team, including the New York Jets. So I can't take the 10 and a half. I can only look to KC laying the big number can only look to KC laying the big number. Uh, yeah, Joe. I mean, the last time that the Broncos beat the Chiefs was in 2015. Uh, that was the last time that they beat That is just That is a tough, tough go. 
tough, tough go for them. Uh, they just sweep them every single year. I, I just feel like it should be bigger. I, I don't like laying double digits a lot of times, Joe, but I almost have to in this spot. Or do you think the, the short week neutralizes this a little bit? Like, if this was on Sunday, do you think it would be more? You think the short week is what kind of plays into the number not being as heavy as it should with how bad the Broncos have been? Well, well, here's the thing. Their defense is atrocious. If the Jets tack 31 on them and they can't stop the run, that is the biggest problem, too. I mean, you know, entering that game against the Jets, they were getting abused like 170 yards on the ground. So look at what Brees Hall was able to do with them. It might not even need Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey. It might be the rushing attack. It might be a lot of Isaiah Pacheco, McKinnon. Maybe they get involved yeah. and carry the load. They're going to wear them down. The only way Denver could be in this game is if they run the football and shorten the game with my and keep Mahomes on the sidelines. I know you don't you don't want to hear this uh, because uh, you you despise this guy. I, I don't think Russell's been that awful. Like you look at his uh, Russell Wilson hasn't been awful. That's exactly Joe. Like, what I said. He. He's not the he's leader. He's not the reason. It's, it's, he, I, but he's no. not the reason they're one and four. He's not the reason they're one and the four. The reason he's is that numbers. there's no cohesiveness in the locker passes. Forget the statistics. Okay. What was Their the problem last sucks. year? Yes, but the defense was the strong point last year. With, 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 and they uh, have no running game. With Hackett. Yeah, I understand that, but but the players in that locker room do not look at Russell Wilson as being a part of them, and the quarterback is is the most important part of every NFL team. Without that, you have nothing. And even though he's a compiler, they, the the guys in that locker room don't want to don't want to actually risk anything with Russ there. They they can have you put Taylor Heineke on that team. I guarantee you the defense gets better. Solo home run for Alex Bregman off of Sonny Gray. 5 nothing Astros lead the Twins in the top of the fifth. So Bregman just got it over the wall, and he gets himself a solo homer. Another guy with ridiculous postseason numbers, as most of the Astros do. Uh, that's because they're in the World Series just about every year for the last four or five years. All right, Joe, next. We'll do more on the Broncos and the Chiefs tomorrow. Uh, one of the big games this week, the Niners on the road to Cleveland. Cleveland coming off a bye. Of course, their defense has played very well. Deshaun Watson did not play in that last game before the bye. He also, Joe, didn't practice yesterday when all the Browns got back together. So, are we going to get any kind of update from Kevin Stefanski? Well, of course not, Joe. Nothing of any substance. Here we go. Yeah, just part of his rehab. Uh, still working through everything. I think with all of our guys, um, you know, just going to treat all of our injured guys day to day and uh, make sure that we're making smart decisions. Is it possible he does not play Sunday as he continues to rehab? Yeah, I'm not going to get into specifics about, you know, Sunday. I think, I know it's a broken record, but really just treat it day by day. Did he come back from, from the bye still suffering from like some pain or some issue, lingering issues? Yeah, I'm not going to get into all the specifics, Mary Kay. Uh, he's doing a He's doing everything in his power, working around the clock uh, with rehab. So uh, he's just doing what, what he's being told to do in, in terms of his rehab process. That, that means, Joe, uh, we're not going to tell you anything. Uh, look, I know where Stefanski stands because on the Monday after that game, Joe, he laid it on Watson. He was cleared to play. He said he couldn't play. End of story. The general manager walked it back during their bye week last week. He had a little press conference in the middle of the week. It got kind of fallen between the cracks because they weren't playing and we were focused on other things. He walked it back with like, no, it was the smart move to sit him and get him ready. And now Stefanski, I guess, learned his lesson. He's just not going to say anything at all. Let's say he plays, Joe, because I, I, I think we know where this game will go if he doesn't uh, and DTR plays against the 49ers. I don't think it will go very well. The Niners are now six-point favorites in Cleveland on Sunday. This total's 37 and a half. It was three and a half, four when it first opened. Obviously, with this Watson stuff, it's gotten to this point, Joe. Where are you at with this? Well, if he plays, I'm going to take Deshaun Watson. I'm going to take the points against San Francisco. I think it could be a, a potential are you? letdown. Yeah, I think it could be a potential letdown spot after they knock off Dallas the way they did on Sunday night. I, I like the front seven by Miles Garrett. I mean, they're holding opposing offenses 
to basically under three yards per rush. That's the strength right now of San Francisco. As long as it's Watson on their center, I'm inclined to take Cleveland with the points. I might even take them if DTR is there, but I want to see how much that line gets inflated. I would believe that if DTR is under center, you're looking more like eight or nine points with the Browns at home. I mean, it's tough to take them if DTR is playing, Joe. I know you're going to do it because it's going to end it. Because if DTR is playing, this game is going to be one of those 93% of the tickets are on the Niners uh, in this game. And that's an uh, auto Joe, Joe goes to the, to the. Yeah, but Joe Publix That's an auto Joe goes. Ton of money. It, they are, and I'm going to give you that in a little bit. Uh, in the next segment, I'm going to give you the Joe Poe uh, number so far through five weeks. Uh, but. I don't know. I just can't see the Browns offense being able to. D's really good, but even still, like, I think the Niners are still going to score 20 points. Even even as good as the Brown D is, I think the Niners are good for 20. And I don't know if the Browns can get to 10, especially if Watson's not playing. So I lean Niners right now, Joe. Uh, call me Joe Poe all you want. The Giants have had an awful start to their season uh, and it's not going to get much better as they're going to Buffalo an unhappy Bill team after losing in London on Sunday night here is Brian Dable Joe what's been the biggest problem their offensive line can't block anybody well what are we going to do coach let's find out how do you go about trying to get that fixed at this point now that you're you know we're going into the sixth week of the season yeah get into the classroom go through it and then get out there on a the practice field uh, get in the classroom what about personnel wise do you have anything uh, like, do you have, would you like to stick with the same guys? Is there a unit that you 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 have in mind that, that guys do you want to keep them on certain sides, move guys around at this point? Well, that's, again, that's why you you rotate guys around in, in training camp. It's not because you, you know you want to all the time. It's because guys have to get used to playing different spots, you know, because there are injuries. So I think we've had quite a different roster lineups relative to the offensive line and uh, something we're working on to improve and we'll continue to do that i said this to you last night joe on the radio show and we'll bring it up again here i, I get andrew thomas hasn't been in the lineup i get he's their left tackle that doesn't mean the other four guys forgot to block also uh on the offensive line their entire line has been pathetic and you can't be talking about classrooms six weeks into the season now you gotta give me a little bit more than that joe uh, you how about do. the blocking sled let's get them on that for about six hours a get day the i know sled. That, that might be an NF, nflpa type of violation but you know you gotta yeah you gotta use that anymore uh, you know, joe can't yeah, touch that can't, blocking sled two touchdowns two on days. sunday night two tutties on sunday night they're getting from the bills and i'm telling you now you know i'm down on my team this is the type of game ultimate bills bully ball game 38 10 type of game uh, that they win They'll, they will bully ball the giants on sunday night even with brian dayball coming back home even with brian dayball coming back home bully ball bills on sunday night sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com across america bp supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing jobs like building grid scale solar energy in ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we're back for El Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty. Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us. 5 nothing Astros, top of the fifth. 
two on and no out. Sonny Gray is out of the game. Abreu is up again. He hit the three-run homer in the first inning. That got things started for the Astros, uh, and now he pops up. So two on and one out. Uh, and things are not looking very good for Minnesota, as their season will probably rest tomorrow on Joe Ryan, who's going to start game four tomorrow afternoon out in Minneapolis. All right, Joe, more football for you. The Cowboys uh, got taken to the cleaners Sunday night uh, in San Francisco by the Niners. Uh, the big 42 to 10 smashing. Here is Mike McCarthy on the day after. You got to turn the page, Joe. Here we go. Well, I would not say I'm concerned or, or weary at all. I think these these are opportunities to well, he's not concerned. To grow. Uh, no, no doubt about it. I mean, I, I think adversity gives you a tremendous um, it, it look inside um, and makes you answer more questions and to make sure you got the right answers. Yeah, uh, he's not concerned, Joe. He should be uh, because his team doesn't beat good teams, really good teams. His team doesn't beat them. That's what he should be concerned about. Well, you're right, and he's got Jerry Jones breathing down his neck, and not only that, yeah. even when he was with Aaron Rodgers, he struggled in big spots, right? Think about that. So, yeah, look, I thought they had one of the better defenses in the NFC. I thought it was the Eagles, San Fran, and I would put Dallas as 2A right behind San Francisco before that game last week. They got absolutely boat raced. Uh, they allowed over five yards per carry. Micah Parsons, that front seven, should not be talking at all after that performance last Sunday night. Terrible. Well, yeah. And I, look, I, I already uh, I already whacked the pinata yesterday, both here and with you at night on, on Parsons. Uh, there's no point in me going all over it again. He doesn't show up in enormous spots. And he really shouldn't be going on his podcast or live stream, whatever he does on Mondays. Uh, you know, basically saying that they're on the same level and they had a bad day. It's just not, it's not the case. It's just not. That's like a Monday, Joe. If if you got to do that or whatever he does, don't talk. About, you know, just say we got we got our butt kicked. Like that would have been the response on Monday. That we got our butt kicked and we got to be better. That's what you say the day after. Not we're on their level and we're gonna uh, shut up. It's just not the case, Joe. It's not. Uh, so Parsons needs to. Uh, put the podcast and the and the live stream down at least if he's not going to say the things that are true. The Cowboys have to uh, wait around till Monday night. They'll be in Los Angeles, Joe, uh, to take on the Chargers who are coming off a bye. Now, they'll probably be like, what do you think, Joe? 80% Cowboy fans at this game uh, yeah, at SoFi? <laughs> With probably about 80% Cowboys. Uh, they're two-point favorites on the road. I did see this afternoon, Joe, that Austin Eckler said he is 99% sure that he is going to play Monday night. He has missed the last few games for uh, the Chargers. It's a rematch of last year. Cowboys won this game on the road, didn't they? Week three? They, yeah. they ran all over them. So here's the situation. You know, the way Dax is playing right now, coming off a three interception performance, if I'm Justin Herbert on that offense, I want to jump up early at home, attack them over the top and see if, uh, if we can get them into a shootout. I lean to the over there, and I, I like the charges early on, Carver. Yeah, 50 and a half, Joe, uh, is that total for the Cowboys and the Chargers coming up on Monday night. The Patriots are off to a brutal start. They're one and four, only win against the Jets and Zach Wilson, uh, who they always beat. Uh, that's not even me taking a shot at the Jets. They just always beat the Jets. And people in the New England area are not happy. Uh, they expect... A level of excellence, Joe, uh, that has disappeared over the last couple of years from Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Uh, some people, some of the reporters tried to ask him about that, about how far the team has fallen. Of course, Bill doesn't like to look in the past, Joe. He's always uh, tunnel vision, focused on this week. Here he is. Yeah, right now, I'm just really focused about where we are right now and moving forward. So that's, that's really where all my energy and focus is at. Looks like he slept in. When it comes to, you know, right now moving forward, um, is this team still a, a playoff caliber team in your view? And what do you have to do to get back to you know, the level that obviously folks have expected around here? Yeah, the, our, our goals are short term. It's this week, Vegas. Get ready for Vegas and go out there and play <laughs> the best we can against Short term goals, Joe. 
short-term goals. We're not, we're not going beyond this week. We're on to Vegas, right? Remember when yeah. he did? We're on to Cincinnati yeah, back in the day. Like, we're, problem is, looks, Brady's not coming out the tunnel on Sunday this yeah, week well, like he, he was that. during those Cincinnati times. He, Brady's not coming it. out of the tunnel. The old man's you regressing. The game's passed him by. He, he has no idea what the offensive philosophy is. He doesn't. I mean, he's got all. He has no speed, Carver, on the perimeter. He's got Hunter no. Henry that led the team. Forget. He's got two two hey, running man. backs that run a four-five, maybe a four-six. No speed at all. That's not going to win your ball games in today's NFL. Joe, they have. I don't think there's even a question. The worst offensive talent in the league. When you look around, the skill position groups: wide receiver running back, throw to tight ends there. I like personally like Henry. I think he's a good player, but but you take all those three groups and you put them together. Look at all the other bad teams, Joe. At least they have somebody who can play, at least one guy. You know, the Jets have Garrett Wilson. He's a really good offensive player. Brees Hall's a really good offensive player. The Bears, uh, Fields is a really good offensive player. Uh, and even DJ Moore, what? a really good offensive player. Whoa, you, you go into, you know, Fields really good? Good offensive <laughs> player. Good offensive player. Didn't say good quarterback. Said good offensive player. He can make things happen. I just think you look around, and that's the biggest thing. Think about this. How do you not have anybody right. of a major skill level at right. any of your positions? He doesn't even have, he does not even have, Carver, the integral piece in terms of the offense outside of Tom Brady. They used to have Wes Welker. They had Julian Edelman. He doesn't even have a complimentary slot receiver. He's got Kendrick Bourne. He's got Devontae Parker that, that played back in the day with Teddy Bridgewater and Charlie Strong. That's how long ago that was. I mean, Devontae Parker's days are behind him. He does have Kayshawn Booty there. But, you know, put him yeah, out there. On. I don't understand how uh, Come on. Here we go. Yeah, LSU, you know, it's, Kayshawn Boutte. Kayshawn Boutte. Now, they go to Vegas this week. Uh, they are three-point dogs uh, in yeah. Vegas. And as, uh, as, as Mafia just reminded me, obviously, former assistant in McDaniels, former longtime backup, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Can they really just... Just throw more dirt on, on Belichick here. Uh, this Sunday, McDaniels and uh, Garoppolo, Joe, in Vegas with the Raiders. They lost this game last year. This is the one with the final play, the lateral yeah. backwards. I mean, you know, yep. and, and I don't think I don't think Garoppolo played that great last night. But, you know, no. you got to give – I mean, the rushing attack at least is better with, with Jacobs. I mean, he got going in the second half than Ramondre Stevenson and Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, put it this way. If Jordan Love struggled with the weapons that he has, Jaden Reed, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, and A.J. Dillon, how is Mac Jones going to attack them? What are they going to do from an offensive perspective? Bill Belichick looks like he got hit over the face with a frying pan right now. I mean, he looks terrible. He does. He looks terrible. He does. He does always look like he's had a rough day. Always looks like he's had a rough day. Always, Joe, looks like he's had a bad day. All right, I'm going to give you. Uh, there, I'll give you. No identity yes, for the Patriots. They used to make their bread None, and butter zero. playing disciplined football, forcing turnovers. Now they're the team they're that is committing now. turnovers. They're totally undisciplined. Undisciplined football team. Undisciplined football team. I'll give you Campbell and Sirianni tomorrow, Joe. I want to get a couple of other things in. Uh, the Jets are looking to trade Mecole Hardman. Why the hell did they sign him? They don't play him. Why the hell did you sign Mecole Hardman for if you don't use him? I know. I, he's got talent. You know, he's got speed. Why would you not utilize that, Joe, at all uh, out there? It doesn't make any sense to me. So I saw the report today. The Jets are looking to get rid of him. The Jets also worked out uh, veteran tackle L. Collins, of course, of formerly the Cowboys and the Bengals. Uh, he's also going to visit the Giants. I mean, God, Joe, if the Giants are even within breathing distance of anyone who's played a significant amount of time as an offensive lineman in the NFL, they should uh, never let them leave the building uh, with the problems Agreed. that they're having on the offensive Agreed. line. Like, I can't believe they've waited this long uh, to look at Collins, unless he just was doing some other things. Who knows? Uh, the Vikings are going to lose Justin Jet. Go ahead, Joe. Tell me about Collins. No, I was just going to say a good spot for Mecole Hardeman would be Cincinnati with Joe Burrow, but the fact that T. Higgins is banged up. 
You know where he's going to go. Back to Kansas City. No, go you back there. can't do that. You can't back. do that. Why? Why? You watch. You watch. No, you can't Vikings are going to lose Justin Jefferson for at least four weeks. He's going on the IR with a hamstring injury. The Dolphins are going to lose uh, Devon Achan for multiple weeks with a knee injury. He could possibly go on the IR. Uh, the Cardinals did put James Conner on the IR. He's got a knee injury as well. A lot of guys hurt, Joe. Rams traded Van Jefferson to Atlanta. Uh, so another guy in Atlanta, uh, Van Jefferson's been awful the last two years. I know he made some catches that year. They won the Super Bowl, Joe. That guy has disappeared. I mean, he's small. You can't find him. He's been invisible, Van Jefferson. So he needs a fresh start. He will get one. Public through five weeks. This is the Joe Lisi special right here. NFL teams getting more than 50% of the bets are now 44, 27, and 3. A cool 62%. That is the best start. For Joe Poe through week five since at least 2005, Joe. Joe Poe going to the window through the first five weeks and cashing tickets. Yeah, they're eating fat, eating fat at Joe's restaurant. Certainly not me. I was on the wrong side this week. So that's what that's what mm -hmm. it is. You got to just go, you know, whatever the public feels. They're the experts. Well, just no, remember this, hard. though, Joe. As we oh, eight. that's what I was just going to say to you. As we now get into October... Things turn, and they're not, they don't lose forever out there. They don't lose forever. So just things are going to start to change. Best teams against the spread so far this year. I gave you the college earlier. Here's the NFL. Niners, 4-1. Dolphins, Eagles, Lions, all 4-1 ATS. The Bucks are there as well. Rams and the Seahawks. Yeah, I think the Niners are the one team that I think, you know, is a fishy line, minus six against Cleveland. I mean, it's a little fishy. You know, we know about Deshaun Watson, but that would be the team that I would look to attack here entering week number six. The worst teams against the spread through five weeks, the New York football Giants, 0-5. ATS, the bottom of the list there, Joe. Uh, the Panthers and Broncos also don't have a win against the spread. Patriots, Falcons, Vikings, Bengals, Bears, and Saints haven't been any good either. I think I want to go with the Bengals. The fact that they got a cover last week on the road, they're playing a little bit more hopefully consistent now. Then now let's roll the dice. If they are back and Burrow's 100%, look to back the Cincinnati Bengals for a couple of, a couple of games moving forward. I'll give you maybe the Super Bowl odds tomorrow, Joe. What were we saying last night? 28 uh, to 1? 30 to 1? 30, 30, 30 to 1 for Joe 30. Burrow. I think they're still, still hanging right around uh, in that area. One game out in the AFC North. Uh, that's for sure. All right, Joe. So I'll give you more uh, tomorrow with all of the NFL. Uh, Pharrell Coast to Coast. Carver High and Joe in for Scotty. Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. We will come back. And we will wrap this one up for a Tuesday afternoon. C to C, we're back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have 
you with us uh, here. All right, Joe. Bases loaded for the Twins now in the bottom of the fifth. So it's 5 nothing Astros. The Twins have uh, left a small village on the base paths a couple of times already through the first four innings. Haven't been able to get that hit to maybe try to pull themselves back into this game. They're going to have Kepler up now with them loaded. One out. Bottom five against Javier. They got it. This is the time, Joe. I mean, you got to get a hit here and get a couple runs on the board if you got any shot of coming back in this one. No, I mean, this is it. I mean, think about the momentum as well. If they can come from behind the way the Braves did last night, then all of a sudden this this series changes dramatically. So playing at home, they got to come through, at least for over players. The over's eight. You got to get through it. And we have our first goal, Joe, of the NHL season in Tampa here in the first period as Nikita Kucherov uh, scores Ooh. for the Lightning. They take a one nothing lead. Who? Kucherov uh, scores for the Lightning. They have a one nothing lead over Nashville. Of course, opening night, uh, you get the Blackhawks and the Penguins later, the Kraken and the Golden Knights as well. All right, me and Joe will be back on the radio side tonight, 8 p.m. East, Sports Grid Radio, Carver and Lisi, where we'll have several things, including uh, a weekly appearance from Rick Haro uh, on Carver and Lisi. Uh, so, yes, Rick Haro. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll make fun of Mario Cristobal uh, for at least half the time uh, with Rick today. We will do that. Uh, tomorrow, Joe's back with me, of course, here on C2C, the big college football Wednesday. A lot to do there. Uh, great job by you today, Joe. Great job by Mafia and the crew. Gabe Morenci, Mike DeCourcy, Davis Maddock, cast of thousands. We will see you back here tomorrow on Pharrell Coast to Coast. Game Time Decisions is next. Your boy, Joe, K-Dub, getting involved on GTD. Uh, so there you go. Pharrell Coast to Coast. We will see you tomorrow back here. Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. Cash some tickets. We'll see you then. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.